0: Welcome to Femme Collective with Katie, Stacy and Mai. Hello, hello. I'm really, really excited about today. Mainly because it was just a topic, it's it's a topic of conversation that's been on my mind. So I'll say why it's been on my mind. Um, so my son's basically started school, so he's like school age now. And I don't know if you if you ladies remember, but uh when you start school, like something they always ask you is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or they're just teaching you about these different professions. So a typical kid or maybe just my son, because he is my son, wants to do it all. So so one day he came home and he was like, I want to be a firefighter. I was like, cool, that sounds great. Next day, I want to be a police officer. Okay, yeah, sure. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) The next day, he's like, I want to be a builder, which in his mind, I think is a construction worker, but he calls them builders, which I, I like so much better. I don't know why we don't call them builders. But then I realized, like, I think he just likes professions that have cool outfits and costumes. I don't know if he's, like, choosing these based on <laughs> what they're wearing. Um, he's definitely said teacher because he wants to be the boss. So we have to talk to him about that as well, right? I mean, teachers are not your boss. And then um, he's he said different things. My daughter's pretty consistent. She's four. So she tells me she wants to be a teacher or a mom. Okay good for you sweetie. We'll we'll see if it changes in any way. Um, but, but what that's made me realize is just like what did I want to be when I was little, when I grew up? What what was it that I would say to my mom or or to my siblings or what did I aspire to be? And I as I was thinking through that, I I did remember I wanted to be a lot of different things. And and then I found it fascinating and just like, I would ask my husband, what did you want to be? Just because I feel like it says something about you. Maybe what kind of child you were. Were you a dreamer? Were you a, I want to do it all, jack of all trades or or whatever it may be, right? Uh, so I just started thinking back and I just, there was just so many things. I, I remember all of them. And I'll, I'll just start by saying I, at age five, I wanted to, to be a teacher and a hairdresser. I, I don't even like doing hair now, but I wanted to do that. <laughs> And then as I got older, I think I overheard somebody saying like, you know, doctors make a lot of money and, and, and I'm sure this was in Spanish because I knew the term in Spanish before I knew it in English, but it's like a heart surgeon. And then I, I realized like, oh, you're talking about cardiovascular surgeon. Right. And um, and that was just really something I heard. So I wanted to do that. How did you say it in Spanish? Cirujano cardiovascular cardiovascular vascular mm. my mom hears it. she might be disappointed but um <laughs> but yeah so so I remember hearing that and I was like yeah I want to make money and I want to be respected this is like 10 year old my why then like in middle school I was learning French and Latin and I already knew Spanish and I was like I'm gonna be a linguist. And, and I just think back to it now, I don't even know what a linguist, like, how do they make money, right? Like, how do they make money? You could be
1: a UN,
0: like, translator.
1: Those are so cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. What this did you is, think you would do? I just wanted to learn different languages and then go to different countries and speak it. Because I'm a, I've been a talker since day one, so I just wanted to talk to people, you know, that's in different true. languages. <laughs> but that's not a career
1: just talk and we'll pay you yeah yeah yeah. um you know my uh that reminds me of something my family and I we went to Italy mm, I don't know lots and lots of years ago maybe like 15 years ago and uh I remember being able to pick up that language pretty quickly and my parents thought by the end of that trip they were like you are going to be a linguist when you grow up, but I was like 20, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. Never went anywhere. You know, I start and end Rosetta Stone every year on mm-hmm. some other language, but I, but I can
0: pick it up pretty quick. And it sounds like you could too. Well, that's
2: cool. Yeah. And, and
0: I think that's what it was. I was fascinated, especially by, you know, Latin and, and French and Italian and Spanish, they're all romance languages. So I, it'd be easier for me to pick them up, but, uh, but I just do remember that. I wanted to do that. It just it changed with the wind like that's just what I wanted to do. And in, in high school, I've always been great at math. I love math. I would bring home like my my math work problems and I would just sit for hours and just try to figure them out. And it just brought me joy. I know it's it's weird. I was a weird kid, but um, but I do remember enjoying it. So I thought I'm going to do something with math. What do you do in math? I don't want to be a math teacher. I'm going to be like in finance and own my own business. Right. That's what I was going to do in high school. By the time I got to college, I wanted to be cooler than that. So somebody told me about actuarial science. Don't know if you guys have heard of that. Well, it's what you study to be an actuary. And an actuary is a person that sits in front of a computer and analyzes data to just figure out how much insurance you should be charging a 49 year old male that does a sedentary job and just the way I said it is how boring it sounds and the more (laughs) I learned about it the more I learned about it in college like networking events because I was that, that was my major like that's a very very like exact major right when I started college and when I met all the people that were like enthused about this this career I realized yeah, that's not for me. And actually, it's funny. I met this, it was a black man and he was in risk management. He was an actuary and he was talking to me in a networking event and he looked at me and he said, I don't think you're going to be an actuary. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what we were talking about, but I'm pretty sure. I know. But like, he's like talking to me and he's like, you're not going to fit in with all the actuaries. Like (laughs) you're going to be weird. So I scratched that. I studied finance and I mean, it's brought me to where I am today, but I know a question I have just even now, like even thinking about this is, <clears throat> you know, am I content with where I am is, is would would little, my be, be be proud of me. Yes. The answer is yes. Little my would be proud of me because I think what I've learned is that it's so much more than your career. And I, I'm sure we've all learned it, right? Who do you surround yourself with? what what are what are your passion projects what are your hobbies your pastimes how do you i think stacy has said this before but you know are you leaving the legacy that you would like to leave for your children for for those that know you and i mean i'm i'm young still and and i'm still i have other things i'd like to do but i just feel like i i get to do them every day and that's why i'm excited and that's why i know that young version of me would would be proud but I did ask my mom what she thought um, I would be when I grew up and she did not answer my question, but what she said, just actually, it didn't make me pretty proud. She said it to me. She has said it to me many times she was like, I didn't know what you wanted to be, what you were going to be when you grew up. But what I knew was that I wanted to be like you when I grew up. And I was like, Oh mom, hi mommy. That's so sweet. I mean, she's told me this before. So I know that, that she, she she means it because she has said it. she just felt like she said I was a very decisive young lady, very hardworking. And she was like, I wasn't worried about what you chose to do, because I'll because whatever you chose to do, you were going to be great at it. And I just wanted you to have a decent job. She put that out there <laughs> and I wanted you to be happy. So so, yes, uh, young Mai would be proud because older, mature Mai is is happy <laughs> And that's really all we can ask for. Right. So, um, what I want to know what you guys think, what you, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Oh, mine is super short because I have a really bad memory anyway, in general. And so I could not think of what I wanted to be when I was younger. So I asked my parents and they said there was really no specific, uh, you know, career that I had in mind. Um, they said that when I got to like high school age and started really playing volleyball, they said that I, I was trying to figure out a way that I could make that a career, but that just obviously never panned out. <laughs> and, um, but I did, I think what was interesting is I did ask them what they thought I would be when I was little. And they both answered almost simultaneously that they thought I would be a lawyer. Um, my dad said like, cause you love to talk. You love to talk and you love to argue. Um, my brother called it bossy, but I take offense to that. So, um,
0: just means you're a good, you're a leader. That's that's right.
1: That's what I think too. And so, um, I thought that was, that was really funny to hear that. Um, but they said that I was really, as a kid, I was much more about like putting together short-term goals instead of super long-term ones, because they, at least I inferred from that is that they thought that. I could, you know, meet these short-term goals and then they would add up to something bigger later. So I thought that was neat that they had that insight. Um, And I think that's pretty true, but um, I like what, I like what your mom said, my, how she said, you know she just wants to be like you. That is amazing that she said that. I mean, that's like probably that's one of the better compliments I've heard. So that's pretty special. And I'm with you on, like, did I think that I was going to be what I am now when I was a child in terms of my career? Uh, no, probably not. But I have really enjoyed it. I love it. It's given me a wonderful life, lots of flexibility. And I think little Katie would be proud of grown-up Katie, too. <laughs> what about you,
2: Stace? Well, I'm going to take it back to 1994. Um <laughs> this is when my career started. Um, I think I was about in first grade and I remember writing my first short story. And I remember this guy came in to our class and he read all the stories and he was saying how he was considering publishing my short story. So I thought maybe I was an author at that time, you know? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, I'm getting validation here in like first grade. Um, I still, my mom still has that book somewhere. She keeps everything. So she has that book somewhere. So I need to go back and look at it. But it was basically about this bunny who didn't have any friends. Um, then moving along (laughs) towards fourth grade, I have a sister. She's eight years older than me. So she was much further ahead in like what she wanted to do career wise. And she knew she wanted to be in the medical field. And so she would always tell everybody she wanted to be an obstetrician. So I thought, hum, that sounds interesting. She's my big sister. So I started telling everybody I was going to be an obstetrician when I grew up, which is an OBGYN who takes care of moms and delivers their babies and all of that. So and my sister ended up being a PA who uh, specialized in obstetrics, but I used to tell everybody I was going to be an obstetrician for that reason, even though I really didn't want to do it. <laughs> so around middle school, my career continued to progress <laughs> and I owned my own little business, Um, so I I had a little entrepreneurial streak, which I still think I do, so I'm I'm looking back and seeing how a lot of things I wanted to do still kind of align with my skills today, Um, and so my dad helped me start my first lawn mowing business. We call my dad a hustler. He's always trying to figure out how to make money, (laughs) so I get that from him, and he helped me start my first lawn mowing business. I did have to make an insurance claim early on because I ran over a tree stump. Um, and I remember it, like it was yesterday. My dad was running towards me like, please, no stop. And I just was my little dainty self and just kept pushing the lawnmower. Hey, did anybody help you? Did you have any employees? My dad, <laughs> it was, did a- you pay him? No, he let me keep all the money. As far as I know, as far that's as I sweet. know, <laughs>
0: that's so sweet.
2: Um, I only had two clients. But I think after the lawn mowing incident, I think that's when my, my lawn mowing business started to fizzle. And then I think when I was little, I do remember wanting to be an entertainer. I wanted to be like an actress or a singer. Um, I used to sing in church, like as a kid and do solos and I took voice lessons. And so I really loved singing, but I didn't really keep up with it. And for me, it was one of those things that if I didn't keep up with, because I wasn't that great of a singer, if I didn't keep up with it, I probably wasn't going to sound good anymore. <laughs> so don't ask me to say now. And then I think, which it kind of plays into my personality, but my practical side kicked in. Even as a kid, I was like, "Mm, how practical is this? Like, am I really going to make it? I need like a real job. Like, and so I kind of like let that go. Um, And then um, when I asked my parents what they thought I would be when I grew up, they both said psychologists. And when they told me, I remembered there used to be times where I would hold sessions. I would hold therapy sessions, like as a teenager with my family, I would make everybody participate in the session. I would have them do exercises to like draw and express themselves and how they were feeling and then explain the picture about what they think they're dealing with emotionally. Like this is as like a teenager, like who does that? Wow. Um, and so my first major was actually psychology. Um, but then when I figured out at the time, like, so I'm like 18 at this time when I figured out that I would need to get my doctorate to really be a PhD in psychology, I was like, um, I'm not trying to be in school for forever. Like I want to graduate, start my career, start my family and all of that. So I was like, what am I good at? And I was like, well, I'm pretty decent at math. And I was like, I do like finance and all that stuff. So that's when I switched my major to finance And how I eventually ended up in my career now in the financial sector and all of that. So um, what was interesting to me when I was looking back at all of this, it's just kind of like all the different skills that, like I said before, that I feel like was translating in from my childhood is like still things I use today even. And I do have an entrepreneurial streak. Like I said, like I want to start something. I want to create something. I want to be able to bring income in outside of my primary career at some point. Um, and then the other thing that it made me think about is kind of like what Mai said, you know, you have you have a lot of inherent skills that you possess um, and those could translate into a variety of careers. And I've even noticed that, you know, like my parents saying, oh, you'll, we thought you were gonna be a psychologist. Like, I'm definitely not, a, I'm not a licensed therapist or <laughs> psychologist, but um, I've had a lot of people tell me they feel very comfortable sharing things with me, or I'm a very easy person to talk to, or they feel helpful after talking to me. And I try to make sure I listen to people even at work and, you know, see them as humans and try to see how I can help them process their feelings or get through things. So even though it's not my direct career and different things I wanted to do, I still feel like a lot of things are translating over. And even with like the entertainment thing, like You have to be a good speaker. And so I I feel like I'm a good communicator at work and I have a dynamic speaking approach. And so there's all these different things that I still feel like if it's not direct, you can still use it in whatever career you have in that moment. So use your talents, people.
0: We have a call to action
2: for each and every one of our listeners.
0: And what we would love, absolutely love, is for, first of all, just think about it. When you were your little self, what did you want to be when you grew up? Just think about it. And then I would love to hear about it. And I think Me Katie too. would and Stacey. Mm-hmm. And, and then we just talk about it. And then just ask yourself, you know, would your little self be, be happy with where you are? And if the answer is no, there's still time. There's so much. We got time. And you there's a way else? that you can just dig into it and figure out what skills you acquired throughout the years of all the things you wanted to be. And then see if you can channel that into something so much bigger.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. My I love that call to action and I think something that Stacy said is that she has been able to weave all of these interests in to her adult life whether it was her chosen career or not. And so I think that's another thing to think about is as you think back to your childhood and what uh what kind of passions you had if they're not a part of your life now, is there a way that they could be even in small ways? And so that might help bring you more happiness, more fulfillment, more joy in your current life.
2: Yeah, I love where this conversation is going. I didn't even know it was going to go like this, (laughs) but it just made me think too about this devotional that I was recently doing. And it was talking about like, you're you're not anywhere by accident. So even if you're not in the chosen career, like Katie said, or, you know, you're not where you want to be yet. You can still keep those dreams and still fight for that. But in the present, you have a calling in that moment. So you can use your gifts and talents in whatever position you're in, even if you're a student or whatever that may be. You've been given talents and you can still use them to help and serve others in all kinds of ways. So yes, don't give up on your dreams. I don't care how old you are.
0: Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Be sure to tell us what you think by continuing the discussion on our Femme Collective Facebook group, write a review, or leave a comment on our Instagram at Femme Collective Podcast. We would love to hear from you, especially when it comes to this specific topic and this call to action that we've put out to each and every one of you. Until next time, this is Femme Collective, where it's all about empowering connection through her perspective.